Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Everybody in. The ceremony is about to begin. episode of the One More Last Time, the podcast, and uh, one of your hosts, Jared Tabor. I'm Tommy Perkins. Hey, and you can actually see us this time. Hey, um, guys. Well, if we choose to use the video. So if you don't right, see yeah. us, we chose otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, is highly probable. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it took us a while to, to get it rolling. Um, yeah. And I forgot my... Uh, stand for this microphone so you're gonna see me have it in my hands the whole time tonight because this is and it's not it's a be, true professional no, like myself i forgot it in my office <laughs> um so it could be super annoying but we'll see so last week uh with the last two episodes um man i got some really great feedback on the second episode we've got a lot more people texting yeah. me and um one in particular was jesse lefave um who was the guitar player for uh jackson waters and um he just it was like he's like i feel like i'm listening to a vh1's like behind the musics you know kind of I, I guess they had a similar situation that happened and they were on word after we were um yeah. and so i'm sure they had kind of the same scenario or whatever but i just thought oh, it was yeah. funny probably uh, countless <laughs> countless bands could probably you know there's there's statistically way more bands that that get in situations like ours than ones that actually made it made it you know yeah that's probably true yeah well and I, th- I think about remember the band 38th parallel like yeah whatever happened yeah. to those guys well they were like slightly before us you know they were the first ones yeah. aside from chevelle and sixpence and then after I guess what I meant was after Squint re yeah reimagined uh, or whatever redid it with, yeah we'll, we'll call it Squint minus Steve Taylor yes when it was with Steve Taylor I'm sure it was pretty awesome oh yeah definitely um, but yeah Legend. we uh, w- towards the end of that episode we were I kind of remembered um, the whole Stephen Baldwin thing which how could I have forgotten that like I don't know <laughs> was like a that's a like one week. of the <laughs> It was like the most random time in our lives. Totally. It's one of the things I get asked about the most, uh, probably, you know, like, uh, but we'll go ahead and talk about it first before we. So I kind of like, I, I was thinking about how it happened. I remember, didn't we get an email from his like manager or something asking, he was about to uh, yeah. host that scare tactic show or yeah, something. Yeah, scare tactic. Yeah. We got an email first. Yeah. And it was okay. like asking if. We, he could have like a shirt to wear um, on one of the episodes. Apparently, he had picked up our record um, at a store in New York. That's where, a crazy store too. Yeah, yeah, he just like picked the, the pick. He liked it because of the artwork. Remember the that artwork, what he said? Yeah. yeah, he said it just stood out from him on the shelf. Yeah, so he grabbed it and ended up really liking it, and then had his management send uh, us an email asking for a shirt to wear on an episode of Scare Tactics, and then. That was at the time where we had like we're not on the label. We don't have we didn't have management at the time. We didn't have anything. I don't think. I think we yeah. were kind of really doing everything ourselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Eddie just kind of wrote a, a little letter saying all that stuff. And this, you know, if you if you know anybody that would want to help us, awesome. But then ended up sending like a ton of merch or whatever. And what was it like? Mm-hmm. Two three weeks later, uh, Eddie gets a phone call, but it's like up. You know, it says private or whatever. Yeah. But he answers it. So Eddie at the time had uh, Palm Pilot. Remember those? <laughs> yeah. Those gaudy yeah. big things. He had to pull out the little fake pen to answer phone. The phone call mm-hmm. it was always like on speakerphone. Yeah. And he was like, hello. And it was like, is this Eddie? And he was like, yeah. He's like, hey, this is Stephen Baldwin. And Eddie was like, no, it's not. I remember because we were, we were uh, at a uh, truck stop somewhere on the road and I remember him getting the call. We were headed to California, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is." Yeah. It and like, then, like, he kept talking, and then I guess when he kept talking, he finally convinced him it was really him. Yeah, it was kind of wild. <laughs> I think that initial conversation was just like, "Hey, would you be interested in?" I think did what was the first thing we did with him? Uh, was I don't I don't remember the first thing. Um, was, was it a was it I one of the? I think it was a living it thing. Was it? But it was. Was it one in Nashville? I think. Yeah. He. Oh, that that was a, a showcase, I believe. Yeah, because he, he had like, set up. For yeah, us. he set up for us. So we played after yeah. one of his events at um, mm-hmm. that bar that's on. Uh, 
I don't know. Was it is that Broadway or Demumbrian? I don't remember. It was that on street. Broadway. Yeah, it was just one of the main bars there. I don't yeah, remember. I don't think that place it. exists for sure anymore. But yeah, we just played out on their little patio, or whatever. And I think he, yeah. you know some management and stuff was there, and you know he was just trying to help um, with what he could. But we did a couple other his events, like one time. Yeah. Uh, but I think that was really cool because it was like the first time we. No, I remember the first time we actually met him in person was the day of your first wedding um <laughs> we we left your wedding me tommy i mean not me eddie christy and then our friend um my gosh i'm blinking on her name i cannot remember her name anyways we went down to um ashley it was she's still friends with eddie um <clears throat> we drove down to what's that festival rock the desert somewhere in the middle of nowhere man down in texas that's right i do remember that yeah we because we yeah. couldn't even be at your reception because we needed to get yeah. down there or whatever so this was a weird story so we, you know we drove all freaking day to get down there um yeah. we stay at the same hotel as him but we're just hanging out in the lobby because we didn't know how to get a hold of him and I, I don't think he was answering his phone or whoever's phone number we had. They weren't answering. So he's at the front desk and we're in the lobby, like right there. And we're literally just staring at him, waiting for us to just go and talk. I, we, I guess we assumed he knew who we were, like yeah, you know, what we looked yeah. like or whatever. And he kept looking at us. And I guess he was like telling somebody, that, you know, you might want to take care of these guys. They're kind of giving me the creeps or whatever. Oh, my God. And then when finally, like Eddie just went over and introduced and he was like, oh, and it was just really funny. So, That's funny. I don't think I knew that. No, story, yeah, it was actually. weird. Man. I was like, did we just drive all this way for nothing? Or were we scammed? Or, you know, that was what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, Wow. Um, so we ended up going to dinner with him that night. We went to IHOP of all, but there wasn't really a lot in, I don't know, I think it was in El Paso or some or Midland. Probably wasn't. It was Midland, Texas, I think. Anyways, oh, there ain't much in Midland. Yeah, it's like desert. Yeah. So we went to IHOP, and so this was the first time we ever see how like wild he, and food he eats. He had like uh, oh, the like yeah. the weirdest waff, uh, pancakes, like fruity you know like a lot of fruit and then he used like the strawberry syrup like i mean dousing it and then like butter pecan i mean it was like all i was like what are you 12 like that's what i was thinking we had so many people though like come up to him obviously um because we're in like a rodeo town and so they were like they only wanted to talk to him about his when he he was in eight seconds tell me about eight seconds yeah and it was like everybody was like what what was the character he was like i played tough heat or whatever then we had a couple people Weirdly enough, that we're like, are you guys POD? Because we were hanging out with Stephen Baldwin. Because POD had, was going to play the next night. Yeah, because we look like. POD. Yeah, I was like, like, do we look like POD? Yeah, no, it was just weird. That was a weird. <laughs> that was the first time we really experienced like what it's like to be a celebrity and yeah. just get bugged. I mean, oh, yeah. nobody would leave him alone. It was just the entire restaurant just kept coming up. To I felt bad for him because yeah. we're genuinely trying to have like dinner and he's trying to get to know us, you know, and they, yeah, we just keep yeah. getting interrupted. But That's I was like, fine. this is a weird situation. But <laughs> we ended up staying the night and then we went to the festival the next night, um, the next day, because he was actually speaking in between. Um, I remember who it was. And then it was like POD was headlining that night. So we watched the show and stuff. Um, But then that's when he invited us to do the um, stuff in Nashville or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was kind of a random thing. That was just hanging out in Nashville with Stephen Baldwin and playing a random show. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then we We ended up signing with his management. I don't know if it was because of that. Show or not? I, I don't know. It was, it was probably yeah. just because he told them to. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> um, but he was awesome. Like he tried to do because remember they got they had the meetings with Sony and all that stuff, and it was oh, yeah. like again we were this we were this that close. close. And but but it and and now that I know, like I've I've heard this is how it goes for a lot of artists, but we we couldn't actually be at the meeting. Mm-mm. Um, you know, it was just Stephen and. Uh, what was his name? Brad? Yeah, Brad. The manager, his yeah. manager and our manager. And and like so when he told us what what they offered him, we were like he was like, No, no, it's not good enough. Like he like he would <laughs> he was like so like a 
big time, like like big time in thought processes. Yeah, yeah. You know, like he was like, no, no, that's not good enough for us. And we were like, what? Yeah, we we're yes, like, yes, uh, it is. Yeah, it was. That was plenty. <laughs> yeah, it was plenty good enough. I, I would have, I would have just done it for a can of beans at that point. Like, yeah. just put us on the, put a record out for us, please. Exactly. Uh, because that was yeah. when we were just towards the end. I was getting the end, man. I was, we were mm-hmm. just desperate. We remember, were trying whatever we could. Yeah. Yeah, and then remember we did that. Um, one of his events out in the Phoenix area, mm-hmm. and that's when he called me <laughs> Diva B I T C H. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it was hot, man. We but had, in yeah, tell him why why you were a diva. Yeah, so we had played. You know, it was a skateboarding event. The middle of the day. I mean, it's probably a hundred degrees, and we were on asphalt, so it was probably you know one fifteen maybe. Oh yeah. I mean, it was hot, but, you know, everybody in Phoenix has to dry heat so you can take. I was like, it's still 115 still degrees. Hot. Like, it's yeah. hot. Yeah. Um, but I remember we played, I mean, we played an hour set, and we, like, were done. We went into the green room, cooling off. I mean, we were drenched. And then he comes in, he was like, hey, would you guys want to go back out and do, like, another hour set? I was like, No. I'm done. Like we had already played everything we were going to play. And he was like, what did he say? I always knew you were a diva. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I just got called that by Stephen Baldwin. That's awesome. Yeah. We learned real, real quick. He was, uh, you know, he was a new convert or whatever, but he was still a loose cannon with his language. Totally a loose cannon. So it was just really funny. Um, I I cracked up. I was like, this is great. I just got called that by a celebrity. And this is amazing. But that was when we met his wife. It was that was really cool. She was super yeah. nice. Um, it was just a weird, it was just a weird time, man. Like it was like I, I remember several times. Like like I think it was the Phoenix thing where we were sitting in somebody's backyard at that huge house that oh, this yeah. party was at. I remember and, that. Yeah, and I just remember like thinking because he was sitting right next to me, and you guys were on the. I was thinking to myself, "Am I really sitting by Stephen Ball? This is just yeah. getting weird." And but yeah, he was a super cool guy, super nice, funny. You never knew what he was going to say. That's no. for sure. <laughs> what I loved about it though was like, um, because he was so new to the faith. Like he just he wasn't like bombarded by what like if you grew up in the church and you kind of yeah. kind you know you get. Um, you know cynical about uh christianity sometimes or you know let you know god will take care of it or whatever which now in my my walk and and kind of seeing how god's taking care of me over the years i'm just like yeah god's got it you know but i remember he was always just like why not god will take care of it and that type of attitude or whatever and i'm just like i just remember thinking i was like man this is great because you don't really get to see that often with not an adult yeah not that's what i'm saying he was just like yeah just we'll just pray about it and god will take care of it i was like that was really cool which is Um, probably you know technically what we're supposed to think like yeah you know i mean mean, coming to tell me the lord of faith like a child and yeah exactly um, and, yeah. But it was just, it was cool. I mean, his heart was in, always in the right place, and um, he had great intentions, and he genuinely wanted to see us succeed. It was just, yeah, you know, one of those things, man. Once you, you had talked about it in the last episode, once you kind of get blackballed, man, nobody wants to touch you. And it's, no. you know, it's just kind of, it's just the name of the game and the business that it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember, um, I think you were still in the band. We played a show in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Do you remember playing there? Uh, to be honest, I don't remember. We played a show you know in, in Hot Springs, and I get the I get a phone call. Um, he would always call us, and if he did, he would had a, he had blocked his number. We had mm-hmm. his physical number, but I guess yeah. just any time he called out, it was always private. And mm-hmm. so I think we had just sound checked or whatever. And so I'm like, "Hello," you know, and he's like, "Hey, it's Stevie." What did he say? Uncle Stevie. That's what he'd say. Uncle Stevie. It's Uncle Stevie. Stevie. Yeah. Say, yeah. Um, yeah. And we were like, "I was like, hey, what are you doing?" And he. he he was like, oh, I'll just taking my daughters to ballet class. And I, he was like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I just sound checked. And now looking back, I'm like, you know, that was Haley. Uh, yeah. Who's now Haley Bieber and then her other sister. I can't remember her name. But I'm like, how weird is that? It was. I do remember that now. Right? That we were like, yeah. you know, what are we, uh, if we played the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, we're like a uh, a three from Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> because of yeah. Stephen Baldwin, uh, yeah. it's just ran- weird, random phone calls like that. Just, I mean, I, yeah. I, like I don't call if you know, like yeah. a, a, a random celebrity calling me. I mean, I knew he was trying to help us, but it was just like, and it was generally just like 
just want to see how you're doing. I was like, okay, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, like like you would like your bestie or yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, like it, so, it was weird. It but, was always like cool. short, really short phone calls like that, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't. We kind of just drifted apart. I don't know. I don't remember well, how that relationship ended. I, I think what happened is you know because I was in it through the whole uh, till we didn't talk to him anymore yeah. and all that. But um, I think what like he wanted us to focus strictly in the Christian market is what oh, what he right. wanted, and we wanted to go beyond that. Yeah, and, yeah. Because I think and, after that Sony meeting and everything, he just kind of realized this. You know, let's just go back to the Christian. We were just like we've we've we're, we're, we're done with that. Like we yeah. did it. We it's not going to yeah. work with us again. That's yeah. that's what was the defining different. You know, because after that we didn't get any calls to play living it or anything like that you know so i i think that was the you know we were just kind of on different pages because of that you know yeah but we did Uh, meet cool people through him yeah so speaking of being in phoenix one of the phone calls we got at one time was uh head from corn yeah he had just that was was like hey it's brian and we were like um what brian (laughs) it was late too wasn't it like almost midnight it it was really late we were just getting into town and we were going uh to the studio oh that studio right yeah oh, it was uh, Fleetwood Mac's old studio yeah, it was built was by legit. them for them really nice studio you know so so we were we we're gonna meet the uh, the producer which at the time was one of the producers we were talking to mm-hmm. to do the next next record um, and uh, Head was there recording and he was like hey come on over and and uh, yeah so we talked to him on the phone I met, uh, we met Josh Freese, which mm-hmm. any uh, musician, crazy people out there, you know, he's he's a session drummer. He also plays live, but he's played for everybody, you know, anybody from uh, A Perfect Circle to, you know, any, any kind of good stuff like that. Um, and he was really nice and mm-hmm. I got to watch him drum track a little bit. And anyway, we never met Head that night. I don't, mm. he, he had left before we got there and he didn't get back by the time we left but yeah. just the phone yeah which was still i mean just again, it was still cool yeah and also and, super random yeah it <laughs> was just, and and there were like he was he was trying to work it out to where he could actually play on stage on a song with us the yeah. following night which would have been so weird yes. but awesome yeah you know and like i can't imagine <laughs> our stuff with seven strings you know like it's yeah, been it awesome been really to, weird. to hear but it awesome. though. Yeah, I would have been yeah. like, "This is the most wild thing of my life right now." Yeah, if, if it would have happened, uh, I ended yeah. up seeing him uh, play in his like, um, what was it called Love and Hate? His project that he did. Mm-hmm. Um, he when I was living in Virginia, he played in I think in Maryland. I think I drove up because um, Chad. Um, the front of house guy for Everstate's Red yeah. was um, out with. Uh, he ended up with a thousand foot crutch for towards oh. the end of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was um, some, I remember the first band and then heads band. And then it was thousand foot crutch headline. And so I just kind of went and hung out. Um, not my cup of tea musically. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> any of those bands. Yeah. Uh, I just went to kind of really just to see Chad. I hadn't seen him in a long time. Um, yeah. But then I ended up seeing him again, Courtney and I, um, down in St. Augustine, Florida, we drove up when we were living in Orlando. Uh, Orlando. Love that place. <laughs> yeah, and he, they played yeah. at that outdoor. It was a Thousand Foot Crutch, and it might have been a festival. I can't remember, but it Switchfoot was headlining, but Thousand Foot Crutch had played too. So I just I went and hung out. Me and Courtney went out to hang out with Chad. Um, but my wife liked Thousand Foot Crutch. Oh yeah, back in the day. You, you know what I think of every time I hear Thousand Foot Crutch is the the tour in and in new, new mexico, mexico. <laughs> because the sound guy would always play one of their songs to check the system or whatever yeah, yeah which it, one it was, was it? that it was the, the cover song they did uh uh god i can't think <coughs> of it it's i think i don't I even want to try to try to i think I, I can't i can't was it faith no, that limp no, that. I don't remember. Anyway, I'll have to look it up. Yeah, yeah I remember. That reminds me of. That's what makes me. Yeah. 
<laughs> that, that was, was one weird. of the many weird things we ran into on the tour. So that yeah. was a weird. So that was like right after the first record when Down had kind of taken off, mm-hmm. and we get a call. There used to be a, that radio session doesn't exist. I looked it up. Oh um, wow! It was called it was Massive huge, Radio. Um, it was in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Was based out of the was it the Calvary Chapel Church there or mm-hmm. whatever that yeah. big huge massive church was, a, was there in Albuquerque? Yeah. But they syndicated all throughout New Mexico, so we ended up getting a phone call and asked if we wanted to do their um, tour. Which what it was was they have their own semi truck when the trailer would fold out into a stage and it was so awesome. Yeah, it was cool. And it then, made you feel like you were huge. Yeah, yeah, that's and the then, semi we're on tour with. Yeah. It was uh, nine cities in the. In yeah, New probably Mexico. something like that. Yeah. And they would basically just roll up in the town square, right, really, and just kind of mm-hmm. put the trailer out, and we'd play a show. And that was the local band um, from Roswell, Q. As we always Q. say, Q. Yeah, <laughs> Q. The letter Q. That was their name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a. I just remember when the the first thing they said to us was like, "We thought you'd be rolling in a bus." <laughs> yeah, they were. They were looking at all of our stuff. It's funny because, like, you know, at that time, I was still playing a beginner's drum set mm-hmm. essentially i didn't got a, a real kit a nice kit yet and so i remember their drummer came back and was like this is what you play and i said yeah and he said he said you guys are on the radio and everything and i was like yeah but this is what i play it doesn't mean anything just because you were song on the radio <laughs> exactly which is a whole funny uh thought in itself you know because i used to think the same thing yeah you know oh they're they're on the radio they're you know, they must have some money, but yeah. that's not true. Not always true, I guess. Yeah. It can be Boy, true. We find that out quick. <laughs> yes. But that was Rude a fun tour, though. It. Like uh, It was. That's how we met uh, Jordan Strabick and yeah. got yeah. to meet his family and got super taken care of over the years anytime yeah. we'd go there because we needed a place to stay. I don't remember where we were. Clovis or something? Uh, no, he lived in Clovis. Uh, I don't remember. It was one of those. It was like a two hour. It was two hours away. But remember that night, the church that was supposed to put us up flaked out. Mm-hmm. And so I, from the stage, I just said, "Hey, it, we all need a place to stay. If anybody can put us up, we'd really appreciate it." And then Jordan came over and was like, "Yeah, my dad will put you guys up in a hotel." And this was a Saturday yeah. night. He was like, "All he asks is that you guys come to church with us Sunday morning." And we were the only ones on that whole tour that went to church that morning yeah. but man yeah. the lord blessed us with that because oh yeah we ended yeah. up having a good relationship with him and his dad and that yeah. one time we got like they had just slaughtered their cow so we got like fresh steak oh, yeah, that time steak. oh man yeah. that was good and they yeah. hooked us up with a van i mean we didn't we yep. had to pay for it but we got a pretty good deal on it because yeah. he's dead on that uh car lot mm-hmm. um but yeah that was wild um yeah didn't we also like going back to the stephen baldwin uh Corn head from corn uh, days. Wasn't there also a situation where uh, the the bass player was leaving Chevelle, and he wanted to mm-hmm. join another rock band? And we were like, yeah. we already have a bass player, so I don't know what. what yeah, what it was, it was, that was another weird the, situation where they were trying well, to like make us heavier than we were. That and also, um, I don't know if you remember that, but uh, Mark Tremonte from Creed actually even came into the. Um, we couldn't afford him, obviously, yeah. but but when we needed a new guitar, oh, that's right, yeah, it, yeah, he was actually on the table for us. Yeah, but I was we like, just, what? <laughs> there was no way we could afford him, but man, if we could have, that would have been yeah, awesome. That would have been weird too, but man, yeah, yeah. It was just that was a just weird, crazy stuff like that. That was a yeah, that was a wild. Just like it was probably six months is all it lasted, um, mm-hmm. and then we kind of just you know drifted apart from old Uncle Stevie. You know, I keep hitting him up on social media, just like little thing but he never responded same or, here yeah. and and there's so many on there that say the real Stephen baldwin yeah and it's like you don't know if it's really him so i i same thing i'll write him at, or i don't anymore but i used to yeah. trying to just say hi you know but yeah i, I, I tried i emailed the last email that i had from him and nothing i mean it didn't ever bounce back or anything but i just assume he never got it or read it and just moved on yeah. i did try to call the last number that i had of his and it was out of service so i was like well that's yeah. that's how i was like i guess i'm done <laughs> yeah but yeah, that was just it was a weird that was a weird situation and and time in our you know towards the end you were getting mm-hmm. close to leaving at that point yeah um I wish I would have left. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I should have not left. Yeah, exactly. I, I should have left a, a different thing I was in. That's at the time true. At the, yeah. Again, 
will do a podcast. Another story. And talk about that. <laughs> um, so the other day, um, you had, oh, I'd sent you um, that Newsboy song. Yeah. Um, was it No Grave or Grave or whatever that was? Super, yeah. Some, man, I had forgotten about that grave, song. Yeah. Super rocking tune. I mean, it's like, well, I wish the Newsboys could have always been huge rock band. And I was thinking about it before we get into talking about what we we're going to talk about. Um, you know, think about Seven Day Jesus, like their first record when they weren't on Forefront. So, I mean, just big guitars, Rock real rocking. And then they get yeah. on Forefront and it's like, I want to be yeah. a butterfly. <laughs> I was like, what happened to these guys? They went from... You raped my soul. Yeah, that to song, that, yeah, to that, yeah. And the guitars were so like, you know, like there was nothing to them. I just, mm. I was thinking about all those bands, like, like Sanctus Real too. Like they had a couple of big, huge, like rock anthems, but because mm. they were on Sparrow, which well, I, I guess that's probably what have, what would have happened to us, yeah, um, had we gone that route instead of uh, Word. But uh, I'm just like, what was it about the CCM market back then where they just felt like you couldn't be a rock band? I don't just I, suck the rock out of it. Yeah, I don't understand yeah. any of it. Like, yeah, just let them be a rock band. Like mm-hmm. people are gonna buy it anyway. There's a place for everything. Yeah, you know? and so I was yeah. like, why and are you if, trying to make them a, a? You know, I guess they were like, well, we want them on Air One, but you know, or Caleb or whatever yeah. too. But why don't you do two separate mixes, like a? a yeah, that's an option. You know, an easy too. listening yeah. mix, and then a. Like yeah. JT said, we should put uh, the new version yeah. of Sing Love. I was, I was like, you know, I'd have to make a CCM mix for that if I was going to send yeah. that to Air One. I know. And they probably still would not touch it because they never would play us <laughs> yeah, before, exactly. you know. Um, so anyways, we're talking. Uh, I'd sent Tommy a, a, a Newsboy song that I really like. And uh, it, I think it was the last record that Peter Furler, uh, Furler was on. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then he was talking about. Uh, well, hold on, I, I want to pull up the text because I, I, oh gosh, it's so good. I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what day was that? I know it must be okay because you're reading it on the. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I thought line. I just thought it was perfect the way you worded it. Uh, God, I can be a little Stephen Baldwin he loose cannon these <laughs> days, so you never know. <laughs> oh, we text too much because I gotta go back days. When was yeah, that? Good. That was a that was like a week ago, was probably. It? Yeah. So good. Luck oh, here it on is. That. Yeah. Uh, I said, forgot about this song, a huge rock anthem. He said, I don't think I ever heard that one. I said, man, it's so good. He goes, like, you said it sounds great. I said, I wish all the Newsboy songs could have rocked like that. And then you <laughs> said, definitely. I also wish they would have changed their name after Peter left. Tate isn't the same. And I said, exactly. We should talk about that on the podcast of how dumb that is. <laughs> Yes. And you said, let's do it. Any band's lead singer quits, the band, it should be mandatory to change the name, whether people like it or not. The front man is the band, because that's what people associate a band first with, is their singer. And I said, truth bomb. And you go, for real. And you go, we've been, <laughs> we've been known to drop some truth bombs on the podcast already. We have. Here's another one. Yeah. It's true. It is. I, and I, I mean, hate that for the majority, it's only in the Christian market. So, you know... I I would have called them Tate and the boys, but it's not. Oh, you mean boys. like like about them keeping the same? Yeah, name? we're keeping the same name. Yeah. It's usually yeah. I think Three Days Grace has done it um, in the mainstream market. Oh, and Dishwalla, mm-hmm. um, they have a, yeah. they have a different singer too. Which I saw them, I saw Dishwalla open for um, Tonic and Vertical Horizon in Orlando. Ooh, that's and a great show. Honestly, I couldn't tell the difference between the sing the news guy and the August. So I was like, oh, I guess well, I guess that works. That could be okay. Um, know, but but I know Three Days Grace has done it, and he is not the same. Like he doesn't sound the same at all. So I'm yeah. just like, I don't, I don't know. But anyways, the Newsboys, it's not the Newsboys, man. It's Michael mm-hmm. Tate from yeah. DC Talk and the rest of the guys from Newsboys. No. They don't sound the same. No. The songs don't sound the same. And when they do no. the old Newsboys song, like the, all the hits, I'm just like, cool, I'm watching a cover band. I mean, that's exactly it, what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's the original yeah. musicians, but when the singer's different, it's it doesn't work. I mean, you know, it's, it's true, you know, and... Uh, you know, like when when you hear a, a band, you know, you you don't you're not going to go, oh, I can tell that guitarist is different. I mean, we could argue about, you know, or it could be argued about some bands' guitarists are are extra, you know. Uh, um, I would say uh, more drummers. I could tell. That's, that's true. Our, our yeah. early piece is a perfect example of that. Yeah. When Jeremy Taggart left, I just 
But even though, uh, I would say, too, the guitar player, when Mike Turner left and it was Steve, like, I like Steve's guitar playing, but man, they kind of, they really changed. And then Mm -hmm. once Jeremy left, um, Our Lady Peace, it's, I kind of... You know, that was I was a huge Our Lady Peace fan, and oh yeah, I don't really but, care for those yeah. records anymore after that. Not that. There, there are some exceptions to this rule, like, yeah, I like guess. that, but, but but for the, the most, most part, part, it's the singer. You hear the voice, yeah, and you're like, that's that's Newsboys, you know, or whoever. Audio Adrenaline's another one, oh, dude. Did, oh. You know, and Kevin and, Max, you know, love that guy's voice, man, but he is not Audio Adrenaline. And no, oh yeah, but also Audio Adrenaline. None of them were the same. Just, I think it was the bass Just player. Will. Yeah. Yeah, Will, that's it. That yeah. was it. I was like, dude, this is not the news. was a cover band yeah. with one of the guys from DZ Doc. I mean, which is cool, yeah. but it's not well, audio yeah, drilling. Super, yeah, we're not saying it's not cool or that they're not good or anything. It's just, just I want to see change audio drilling. I'm not going to yeah. pay 25 bucks to go see yeah. a cover band. Or, I mean, you know, it, I would love to see Tate and the Boys. Yeah. You know, which which is our proposal for a new name. Yeah, Newsboys. Tate and the Boys. If you somehow come yeah. across this podcast, <laughs> we love you. And You're Great, yes. You know, one of the first Share Acquire the, the Fire experiences I ever went to, you guys were playing it. Yeah. Awesome. I loved the uh, record with Breakfast on it. Uh, yeah. But I'm sorry, Michael Tate is not Peter. Yes. That's not to say it's bad. Michael Tate has a different voice. I love Tate's solo record. Ooh, that solo record is great. Yes. The one that was yellow. Yes, yeah. I know. The, oh, man, it was great. But please change your name to Tate and the Boys. You can still sell out arenas. People will still come <laughs> oh, see you. Oh, for sure. But you're not the Newsboys. No, That's not the same. It bothers me. That's all me. we're saying. Yeah. Auto not Adrenaline. Not Auto Adrenaline. Who else no. has done it in the Christian market? Sanctus Real. Matt Hammett left. The singer. That's true. <sighs> It's not the same. Great guy, Matt. Matt was always super nice. Yeah, all those guys were great. All but I'm like, them, yeah. you're not Sanctus yeah. Real. Change your name. Yeah, Matt yeah. was the voice of Sanctus Real. I mean, it's true. You know, it's it's just true. It's it, that's why I said whether whether people <laughs> like it or not. You know, I mean, I it, it's not the same. You know, I wish I would have done a little bit more research on like bands that have done that, um, and. It Maybe worked. we could follow up on the next one. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I guess another huge one would be Queen, but, you know, he died, so what are you supposed to do? But I think, yeah. remember the guy from down here? Mm-hmm. Um, he sounds just like him. Like, if he, sounds, I don't know if he... Oh, yeah, because he recorded on the, the movie. Yeah, he did a lot of the work on that. Yeah. And I'm like, why would you choose Adam Lambert? Like, I get it. He had, like, his American Idol thing, but, mm-hmm. dude, that guy sounds nothing like Freddie Mercury. I, I guarantee you does. why they picked him, but oh, yeah, I, that would kind of get yeah. into some. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a diversity. Use your hire. imagination. We'll, we'll just folks. call it a diversity hire. There you go. A diversity hire. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. Yeah. But Oof. yeah. Um, but yeah, that the guy. What is the guy's name from uh, down here? I don't remember. Dude, um, he is. His voice. He good. lit. I mean, he sounded just like. Yeah, him you could close your eyes and literally play them back to back. You'd be hard pressed to figure out who was who. Yeah, um, he was—he's really that good. It blew my mind when I read that. Mm-hmm. I read it, you know, because I didn't know and went to see the movie, and and I was like, man, that guy sounds just like Freddie, and mm-hmm. and I didn't know that it wasn't him. Yeah, you know, but it, yeah, it was crazy. good. So yeah, it was one of those things. Uh, you remember uh, last last podcast we talked about um, Yogi playing doing mm-hmm. session work on some of the big ccm bands do you remember the band that we was on the label with us strange celebrity mm-hmm. remember the singer he did a lot of the like vocals for nick lachey's record like the yes, higher yes. parts and they kind of yeah. blended their voices together i was like mm-hmm. that's interesting yeah so and that's on yeah, the, that's on the little, record little secrets yeah like, i guess pretty he's a good record actually i think he's done a lot more of that kind of stuff um, his I his name tr- was Luke. I yeah, I tried to find like a lot of. His, I was wondering if he was still doing music, and at the time, I think I looked, he was doing some solo stuff. But he had listed like tons of stuff that he had sung on, so mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just with the whole singer thing. I, I, not because I'm a singer, but it's it's the band. Like it's oh yeah, like you hear I the mean, voice. Like you can't just it, pop another dude in there it, and be like, yeah, it's we'll just like you band. said, you know. You you are a front man, but I've I've always been you know a supporting guy or a studio guy, you know, uh, you know. So, I, but I'm not afraid to say it's the singer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 who people recognize is, is all. Yeah, you know, and it's not the same if you leave. 
you know, you can change other guys, and the band may not sound the same, but they're still overall going to sound like whatever band they were. True. Pre singer leaving. Yeah. Anyway, that's all, folks. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I really don't yeah. have much of anything else if you wanted to talk about something. I was just talking about, I just had Stephen uh-huh. Baldwin head, those types of situations, singer leaves. Oh, I guess we could give some couple updates um, about yeah, what's going on. That. And uh, so the acoustic EP is going to be a little delayed. Um, I got sick and I'm just now, like today, I tracked three of the songs vocally and then my voice just gave out. And then I, I text you, I was like, I just sang like rain, man. Some of the the verses when it's like uh, that's when I pray, that that pray yeah, part. I'm like, how did I? Do? I was like listening to it. I was like, I don't even know how I did that vocally because um, I could not. It, I think I the verses on rain took me three takes, and that's pretty. Un- yeah. That's pretty rare for me. Um, so I did. I tracked rain, um, your name, and it's over vocally today. And then it was just like I, I did your name last. I was like, I'm done. I can't. I, I could barely <laughs> even talk after that. Yeah. Um, so I haven't been able to. It. Yeah, I haven't really. And I didn't want to push it before I did the. We did the gala thing um, in town mm-hmm. here this past weekend, and so I was like, I don't want to make sure I could sing that. Um, so I didn't want to push it, but it'll. I'll probably get the other two. Well, we we only did five songs, right? Yeah, There's five. Yeah. So I'll get those two done this week, and then we can probably add some ear candy, as Davy Thompson calls stuff, ear candy. <laughs> um, and then we'll get it sent off, and you know, it'll be like another two weeks after yeah. that, probably before it comes out. So apologize for that. It's coming. Yeah. It'll be worth the wait. Um, Will. We, we kind of threw a little snippet in the last um, episode in the middle, mm-hmm. and you can hear that. But yeah, I don't. Uh, we've got uh, JT finally sent me the last of the stuff he he saved. This is love for last. Um, so those are all done. That just means I got more vocals to track, and that's yes, uh, more work for yeah, you. Ten songs, so that'll take me a little bit longer. Um, but vocally, they're a bit more of what I'm sound like today, so they mm-hmm. should be helped that helpful and then um yeah we're working on new stuff uh too we've got you already sent me i sent you like a demo idea and you already sent me drums and bass back mm-hmm. so yeah we got some we got a lot of stuff going man and then i sent you uh well you sent me the other day the new matchbox 20 single and yeah. you're like you should listen to this we could pull something off like this but then i heard a band today um and i sent it to you earlier mm-hmm. and i was like what if we just did a whole another project? <laughs> not another, <laughs> well, ra- not another Radio so Angel banner. Yeah, it's completely different music. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, it'd be cool to bring Courtney in on that because she wants oh, to yeah. do that type of stuff too. So she For was anybody like, I don't know, Courtney's is has an amazing voice. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, she really does. Yeah. So if we could get yeah. a project where it's you know that type of I don't even know what that genre is now. Like it's like eighties pop. 80s pop is how I would explain it. Yeah, it's kind of that that sound is coming back, which is cool. Which I was farting around on my uh, uh, fractal stuff, and I found like a, I think it says 80s chorus. And if you kind of like palm it, I was like, dude, this is it. (laughs) So, um, I guess we can do some of that. And I was thinking, you know, we got, I got a MIDI keyboard, you've got one. We could try to come up with some cool dental things. And then, you know, those drum beats are super simple. Oh, yeah you know yep. so it'd be, be fun yep. to do something like that but I was like we can't do it under Real Angel it's not no. the same it would be not like, not ready is already like kind of pushing it um, stylistic wise it, um, it would be like in the, in the studio with one more last time so this is new life house suck or what <laughs> that's what our Chris our producer we were tracking one day he oh. just out of nowhere turns around spins around in his chair new life house suck or what <laughs> Was that the Stanley Kleinfall record? Yeah, yeah. Stanley Kleinfall. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it was okay. We, we, but it, I think everyone wanted more. You know, uh, they wanted more. Uh, was paying by a yeah, moment is what they, they wanted, and, and they got this weird. Yeah, you know, which, which I liked some of their albums after. Yeah, Stanley Kleinfall. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So that's a joke now. They, <laughs> so whatever the band will say. So this is a new whatever the band is yeah. suck or what, what yeah. you know if it's bad oh gosh that's true though um yeah. but yeah we got you know new stuff and we might do a little other project um 
And then, yeah, I guess quickly we could just talk about Summer Fade. Um, I know we're wrapping yeah. up. March is almost over. So the 20th, you know, anniversary, yeah. we'll celebrate the, the whole year because it'll just be due from posts. And I've got, I got a ton of live stuff from like Cafe Jam that I can put out. That's what oh, I wow. was doing before. I just got yeah. super busy, man. Um, yeah. We haven't done it. I haven't put in a, a lot of stuff on social media in a while. Um but it's also almost Easter, so I'm super busy. Um, and then <laughs> yeah, I'll be, oh, yeah, after definitely. Easter, I'm kind of slow until VBS, which I think is in June, so I got some time. Yeah. But yeah, we'll just I'll continue to put out stuff to celebrate mm. one more last time being 20. Um, but the Summer Fade uh, EP, we had. Um, I remember. So funny enough, uh, the song "Not Beautiful." We played that. We talked about it in the first episode. Um, that uh, all day festival up in um, was it Broken Arrow or Claremore or whatever up there near Tulsa with all with word plus artists one or and, and yeah. all those. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I got the chorus to "Not Beautiful" like just melody in my head, and I just was just singing it over and over and over because I, I I didn't have a smartphone back. You, you know, you couldn't just what we do now, yeah. and so I had to like on the drive home. My mom had come up, and so I rode back home with my mom and the girl I was dating at the time. She rode with us, and I think uh, wasn't Vanessa uh, Jackie Velasquez's cousin uh, Vanessa Velasquez. I don't, yeah. She's married now, so it's not her name. But they all wrote. They rode. She rode back with me too. When but I'm just singing that, and they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I, I got to remember this song," <laughs> and so I'm just singing that chorus over and over and over. And then I get home that night and I kind of like put it down. I kind of demo it or whatever. But you remember that what that song's about is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So at the time, and this is another thing, Radio U stopped playing us after this. I don't know if you know that. So when we had released um, Not Beautiful to radio, um, Radio U does a thing where it was like, um, uh, here's two new songs. We're going to head to head. You call in and vote for the you yeah. know the one that you want to move on or whatever. And if you win, they go into heavy rotation or whatever. And so they called me. We were playing a show in Moore, Oklahoma, with Everyday Sunday, which was weird because they were from Columbus, and that's where Radio mm-hmm. U was. And um, so they just called, and they were like, hey, you just wanted to – I did a short you know, intro for it or whatever. And then he was like, I'll call you back if you win. I'll call you back, and we'll do a follow-up thing. And we ended up winning. And uh, he called, and he was like, so what's this song really about? And I – was pretty honest, I guess. Told them, yeah. Too honest that they'd stop playing it, probably at the uh, discretion of the label. Uh, And that was pretty much the downfall of us not getting radio play uh, from Radio U. So and we weren't even signed at the, anymore. No, at we that were time. off the label. So we, which, uh, which shows you the power. Yeah, but it gave well. me the. I was like, well, we're not under them anymore, so I'm going to tell you what what that song was really about. So mm-hmm. a lot of people probably don't know because um, I wasn't really vocal about it after that. I was like, maybe I should say stuff like yeah, that. I think it just made you go in a shell because you you were like, oh, what, you know. Yeah, I was like, well, but, everything I say apparently gets this band in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, so not beautiful. So when we were signed to the label. Um, I was pretty big. I was probably um, bigger than I was now, than I am now for sure. As far yeah. as weight wise, I was probably like two eighty, man, two eighty five. I was big. Um, I hit it well, you know. I wore a lot of black shirts, and you know, just kind of <laughs> yeah. could hide yeah. it well. But um, and Eddie was a, a bigger guy too, and so indirectly, they told Eddie and I via Brian. And to our manager, then our manager to me and Eddie, uh, they wanted us to lose weight. Um, and and I quote, to add sex appeal to mm-hmm. sell more records. It's true, folks. And so my, I was already there. Yeah, I mean, you. I mean, still I mean, sexy. <laughs> you know, but yeah. no, I'm just kidding. you know, you were you were thin, and you you know, you didn't look like a chubby guy. Um, and so I immediately was like, not gonna do that. Because I was like, one, it was just a pride. I was like, what? Well, they told you all to but work out, too. What? They told you to work out Yeah, they, I mean, they were like, you, yeah. you need to be in the gym. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know I do. But now I'm not going to because you're telling yeah. me I have to do this. Yeah. But not only and that, I was, like, and... I was like, I thought we were in the Christian market. 
Mm-hmm. Why are we trying to be sexy? Exactly. <laughs> like, I was like, what is this? And, yeah. So I didn't lose weight. And then um, that's where that song came from. You know, it was like, am I not beautiful enough for you? Am I not rich enough to make you happy? I'm not sell- basically, I'm not selling enough records for you. Yeah. Um, but remember, <laughs> we played that in the boardroom for them because they wanted yeah. to know, you guys got any new songs? And so we were still yeah. on the label kind of when it was like, it wasn't yeah. finished, but it was. It was like demo. towards the end. Yeah, yeah. So we were in that boardroom, and I played "Not Beautiful," and I was literally like, "This song's about all of you jokers in this room right now, and you yeah. have no idea." Yeah. Um, but what's funny is after we got dropped, um, I lost like fifty-five pounds. <laughs> Like I, that was my way of sticking it to the man, I guess. Yeah, and got yeah. shape and and started getting healthy again. But it was just funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we had that that song was kind of like the, you know, that's what kicked off writing all the the other. You know, then we had summer fade, falling, mm-hmm. take control. Suddenly, maybe I think we had we had a couple more demo wise. Mm-hmm. Like I think do you sleep might have been in that mix. Um, Probably yeah, and then maybe one more. Um, but we went with those five and. Um, but we recorded that down in Denton, Texas, mm-hmm. at uh, what was the studio called? Place called a Real Time Audio. Yeah, real, like, real, like, like real, audio, real. real. Yeah, R E E L. Um, his name was Eric Delagarde. He had recorded. Um, he did the Punisher tr- soundtrack. Yeah, that's right. He did. Uh, he um, worked with uh, Smash Mouth. He did Edgewater, which was a Edgewater. Yep. One of the what was that label down there in Florida? Because that's where. Um, they had Edgewater. They had Evanescence was on that at first. Wind? It was it Wind? Yeah, up? Wind Up. Yeah. yeah, wasn't that like Creeds? Like, Creed also yeah, was yeah. on there. Yeah. So you know he had he had done some pretty good stuff, and Is so it, uh, nominated for Grammys. Yeah, he did. So yeah, I mean it was legit. Like his studio was awesome. Man, remember that oh, yeah. mic? The, just the mic cabinet. You opened up that cabinet, it was just like any mic you could dream of. Oh yeah. And then I got to track vocals with an SM57. I know we. we, we <laughs> It's like he he had all of these dream like U eighty sevens and U sixty sevens and he's like all right um, I have this idea you know <laughs> and, and it sounded great you know yeah. but you know it's, it's it's like when you when you have a Ferrari why do you drive <laughs> yeah, your Corolla instead? yeah exactly it worked though I mean it sounded it good what was it, funny I though mean, is it went from the SM fifty seven into a Boss compressor pedal the blue one. Then into the board. That's um, crazy. And so that was, I mean, it was weird, but he, we play, I mean, we spent half a day going through different mics and he just was like, let's just try this. And it was the best one. Yeah. I think back in that time frame, my voice had, I had just changed slightly and it was always a little bit more mid rangey. Mm-hmm. And those SM57s pick up mid range really well. They're very so mid range. Yeah, so it yeah. kind of just kind of fit um, frequency wise and stuff. Um, but, yeah, that was uh, what was the um, gear wise? Like you had your um, Risen kit, mm-hmm. but oh, like gear, like guitar wise, we strictly used my Les Paul because none of the other guitars would stay intonated. Which, and it was like I think Jeremy got mad. Or he something. did get mad. Yeah, he that's why I was stuff. just now giggling. Yeah, it he, I think he me got super that. mad. I was like, I get yeah. it. I mean, I get it. Like you just you want to play your gear. You want to play because you're used to your stuff. For sure, it's yeah. your tone. And yeah. th- I think that was the first time that even I got stretched because I was like, I, this is my I, this is what I use for overdrive. And he was like, no, like. I ended yeah. up using that, and I was like, "Here's I use a Marshall Marshall Plexi 50 watt." And he was like, "No, like you know, we did no. Mesa stuff. One of the heads was an was was one of the amps that Bush used to have, so that was cool. Yeah. I mean, that was cool for me because I was a huge Bush yeah. fan at the time. You just um, had to trust him, you know. He yeah. He I mean, eventually, I just had to be like, yeah. okay, you know, whatever yeah. you want to do. And then so I think we used my Gibson Les Paul because it was the only thing that would stay in tune. And then he was like, next time, just bring an SG. I was like, okay. He was like, they're the only guitars that stay intonated very well in the studio, which is weird because now we just fart around with anything and everything. Oh yeah, we don't care now. Yeah, you know, our our thing is as long as it sounds good. Yeah, you know, uh, which you know, like uh, that also comes with age as well. You know, like, uh, but uh, a fun fact: the snare, the snare on Summer Fade EP is Smash Mouth's snare. Mm. I don't forgot their drummer's name at the time, but uh, he had left it in the studio. And we couldn't quite get the right sound out of out of the snare I was playing. He was like, "Hey, try this." It was a sonar snare, is all I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember who it was, wood or metal, but mm-hmm. yeah. But that's a 
that was that was fun to use that. Yeah, yeah. that was also it. the first time that we'd ever tracked. Um, when we tracked drums, all of us played, but mm-hmm. it was just like no effects. Oh yeah, on rather the than a scratch. Yeah, or like something. we just all played together. So you yeah. could, it was like, which was cool. I was like. I get it. You kind of you, you feel it more because yeah. we're all oh, in that yeah. room, the big room Definitely. together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was cool. It was just a lot of learning curves. Like we had, we were just used to working with somebody that only done like you know worship and CCM stuff, and you go into mm-hmm. a guy that well, Kevin had worked with Stone Temple Pilots and Rage, but that was yeah. a little different. Um, but down in Texas, it was just you know pushed us. I mean, guy, mm-hmm. I had to get out of my comfort zone like uh, uh, with the sounds that I wanted to, that I was used to, I just, I didn't get to use them. It yeah. ended up turning out great. I mean, one of the biggest, warmest sounding records we've done. And, and one of was, the rockest. Yeah, know, yeah, like, it's big. Like, and I think uh, up, you know. he did, he would do digital and mix it down to tape and like to reel to reel. And then that's what they would use to master. And then they would dump it back to digital. So mm-hmm. that's where you're getting that warmth. Mm-hmm. Um, from the reel to reel and stuff, um, so yeah, it was just it was really interesting. Um, it was a cool process, and I mean, minimal effects. Like it was oh, like yeah. overdrives. It was the head distortion. It wasn't. None of us used our pedals. Um, everything was just done. Like you know, we would track the clean, which my clean is dirty, but you track all that and then go back and track all the heavier stuff. It was like one one by one instead of where you're just used to. I'm just going to play it and hit my overdrive pedal and, you know, go yeah. to the chorus. And so yep. it was uh, definitely a different thing and a lot of late nights. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, and, and we could talk about the hotel we stayed at of, like, watching drug dealers. Oh, my gosh. In, in like, hookers yeah, and, that was, and watching uh, drug deals happen. And that was, uh, was scary. That was a, the bad part of Denton. <laughs> was it, was it like a, it was like a, a super eight or something, yeah, it was wasn't some it? Or motel six yeah, or, something or something. And we just all crammed in the one room. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, Cause we're cheap. We were cheap back then. We, we were broke is what more yeah, than we were at cheap. At that point we were real broke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. I mean, we tried. Um, oh yeah. But that record, you know, that's what we, we were, we had released and was selling at Choir of the Fire. So we mm-hmm. were selling out yeah. a ton yeah. of those things. Because we would open with the, you know, and Choir of the Fire, I think we had 20 minutes. So we were playing four to five yeah. songs, depending on mm-hmm. what we did. So we would open with Summer Fade, which is on the record. We did She, obviously. Yeah. Uh, did we do Not Beautiful? I think I we think started so. to yeah, because it was ended up being a single. Um, yeah. But I can't remember. We, there was two other songs. Well, what did we play? So we were really limited on. I remember those, but I don't remember. Yeah, I'll have to pull else. those. I'm wanting to really go through those tapes and and we, see. What they I'd look like. love to see some of the ATF stuff if yeah. you have it. I, I mean, I have I have like probably ten eight millimeter like little tapes well, that I yeah. need to just get on uh, DVD. But I don't have time right now. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, send it to one of those companies that do yeah. it for you. That'd be a lot easier. Yeah, but. I probably should. Yeah. Um, they usually do deals because sometimes that stuff's expensive. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's it's not bad. Um, but yeah, so that that was like a really cool experience, just in a, a legit recording studio that wasn't the one that we had done our first two records in, and mm-hmm. it was cool to to go down to Denton and kind of do that. And then um, then we did uh, Waiting on Love, which. Poof, yeah, that, good that intentions is, yeah we and and then we ran out of money and, yes. and you know and and so we didn't it never really got finished which Mm-mm. is why that's why it sounds the way it like, sounds let's redo it yeah you know, so just like, from the ground up we'll redo it yeah and, that's and it'll be worth the wait to hear that because it's gonna sound it will. really good jt did some really cool stuff on guitar for mm-hmm. it so i'm excited yeah. about that um but yeah i mean uh uh just those experiences in the studio and kind of getting you out of your comfort zone. And, um, I guess it really prepared me for just later, like being okay with trying other guitars and, um, yeah, really yeah. experimenting and, and, Definitely. and doing that kind of stuff. Cause I think when we got to waiting on waiting on love, I think I had like an Epiphone dot. So I was like experimenting with like semi hollow body guitars. And then we, you know, I think R- Randy had a, um, like a Deville or something like that, the Fender. Yeah, he DeVille. did. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. was playing some stuff through that, and um, 
now I'm not a Fender amp guy at all. Yeah. Uh, I like their guitars, but mm, I'm a, yeah. I'm just I just always go back to AC30. It's just it just sounds so good and it's just I guess, your thing, you know. Yeah. It was a <laughs> I don't know why I just got into British amps all of a sudden because I they my Marshall great. my Marshall's you know a, a legit British one, yeah. um, and then I really liked uh, Stu G's. He had that um, JTM forty five, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. Um, but I sampled one of those on the fraction. I'm like, mm, I don't really like it that much. I guess and it's but, not the same. No. Um, but yeah, so we just we're learning curve on that and. And it's just helped us get better as, as musicians and just kind of creatively think outside the box on different things. Yeah. And okay. now we're not afraid to try anything. Like, oh, yeah. I've tried several different mics for my my vo- my vocals um, on this acoustic stuff, and I ended up using yeah. this today, and it sounded really good. Um, so, yeah. I remember I had an idea the other day, a while ago on one of, this, one of the projects we're working on. I said, hey, man. I, I want to try this and you're like yeah go ahead and, and so I try it and I text you almost immediately and was like nope never mind that's terrible <laughs> but you know you got it sometimes it pays off try. like you you're like it does. Uh, yeah. with like the piano um, yeah I don't want to say what song because I don't but the piano on that song and I was like yeah try it I don't know I mean it might work yeah. and so and it does and it worked it out really well it ended up working well. yeah I was like yeah. well well and it was like can you Different change the different tone on the piano sound. It was yeah, the, yeah, the tone itself is like, all yep, we changed. That's it. I was like, yep, yep. done. So just stuff yep. like that. I think thinking outside the box now, and I mean that's the thing. Now we're just we're doing it for fun, really. So it's like yeah, it's, we just there's no like pressure. It, yeah, you know, if we like also. it, then we'll go with it. If we don't, then we're like, eh, you know, we'll yeah. try something else. Mm-hmm. So it's been really cool to see um, that yeah. process happening and continue to happen. Um, but yeah, we've got that stuff's coming out just be patient with us um you know it's hard to we're i'm juggling what uh the acoustic ep the waiting on love remix retrack which is we're calling this is love and then we're working on new songs so yeah bear with us we're trying to get we haven't started yet yeah but we're we've got demos that's you know that's about it but yeah we got we're just juggling a bunch of and then the podcast which i really enjoy doing yeah Uh, it's fun i like it's been really fun um especially when you just text me that i was like we're definitely talking about that on the (laughs) podcast yeah and that's the thing we have no format so whatever you don't want to talk about we can talk about yeah you know whatever um (laughs) but i think you know i think pretty good i don't i don't have anything else to that's coming to mind from that time era you know when i'm driving around i'm always like oh i should have said that or but it's like whatever you know we talk about it some other time i usually write down or take a little note in my phone be like hey let's talk about this good idea yeah but yeah i think um i think we'll probably bring on a guest i don't know there's like five people that i have in mind yeah so i don't know it's going to really depend on their schedule of their schedule first and yeah it, yeah and, what and the doing. one i told you wants to do one oh, yeah. also and yeah so yeah we've got some options and then um yeah you're coming to play at my church this weekend so yes we are what is today tuesday that's always fun tuesday yeah, yeah. yeah i'll see you in a couple yeah. days um yes. but yeah we're just uh continue to press forward and if you got other ideas, anybody you want to, you know, if yeah. you want to know certain things about whatever, feel free to Any ask questions. We'll, or more than likely, we'll we'll answer it. Yeah. Uh, if it's label related and it's a little bit personal, we might wait a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for the most part, we're we're just enjoying talking, reminiscing, Pretty open and, about everything. You yeah, know? reminiscing yeah. about uh, the band and and you know celebrating. I, I still can't believe it's been twenty years. That's crazy, yeah. And the fact that it's older than that, technically. Yeah. But but just just speaking about that specific time, it's it's yeah. just. I still like am at a point in my life where, you know, like when you start to get older and you think of something, and you're like, yeah, that's probably five or ten years ago, you know, <laughs> and it's twenty. Yeah. You know, that's what it feels like to me. You know, because yeah. like, that that whole time in general, I remember it real pretty well yeah. you know there, there's a lot of things i don't remember but about it but but it just it doesn't seem like it would be that far away you know yeah but yeah i think um we'll uh bring on a guest um and then uh yeah open forum 
man, I wish we could do like a, a like a live one at some point where people can chime in with like questions on the fly. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll work on that. Yeah, especially yeah. with this new thing we're trying. Um, I think you can. Yeah, people can submit questions. I think I'm looking at it right now, so that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be yeah cool definitely. But yeah, so I think we're good for now, and then uh, yeah, until next time. Enjoy. Thanks for listening. Have a good one.